When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back out to hear from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and of course, everything that we do here right here at the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate you watching and listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Plus, if you can you know, go ahead and like like our videos, like our Facebook page, please. Like the stuff that we put out there on social media. All the great videos that we put out of Joe Soro eating like really hot chips or Joe <laughs> complaining about the Lakers. Go ahead and like those videos too on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all that good stuff. Plus also as well, if you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, You'll get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Plus, of course, our great friends at Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out the number one Lakers blogger, Laker Tom, today. And, of course, Yami Swoot, a.k.a. Jamie Sweet. His five things are in the house always at Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and check out the constant arguing they go ahead and do in the comment section, back and forth, all day long, every day. Seemingly all year long as well at Lakerholics.com. Plus our good friends at Lakersball.com. Go ahead and check out the great crew that's there following every single word that Ox1947 says. Okay, maybe they're just like amused by it, but still. They are really entertained by Ox1947 at Lakersball.com. Go ahead and check out the great conversations on the Lakers and the NBA there at Lakersball.com. Plus our good friends at Hoop Heads Podcast Network. And if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than it is today and you live in the southern california area go ahead and check out simblades simblades with a y.com wow you knew i at least i knew i knew two games in less than 24 hours the lakers got away with one and they figured you know what spent money we got it didn't need to go ahead and go ahead and try the other game. All good. Let's not even go to Phoenix. Let's not even deal with it. Well, they had to anyways because NBA regulations say you have to actually go to Phoenix. So the Lakers, less than 24 hours after they won at the Crypt against the Washington Wizards, they did fly into Phoenix and played, kind of, 
against the Phoenix Suns today. Without, though, LeBron. Without, of course, AD, who's gone for several weeks, which we'll talk about here coming up in a bit. Plus also as well, without Russell Westbrook, without Austin Reeves, and without JTA. Although, you know, maybe JTA should have played today because it would have given him a chance to shine because not many Lakers had a chance to shine today because they really didn't. Because even without Devin Booker in the lineup, they were overwhelmed from the get-go. 130 to 104. It just basically, after the first three minutes of the game, DeAndre Ayton powering inside, had his, you know, the way inside the lane, seemingly at will. From the outside, they were hitting threes early and often, and it was all she wrote. Even Chris Paul, who's been much maligned this season. What can I say? Chris Paul. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, the revival <laughs> of Chris Paul was today. And, of course, it came against the hapless Lakers without pretty much all their stars. And, once again, 130 to 104. And here today to talk about today's game, today's drubbing, and more so about what we can do after this schedule loss, which we just basically, when you have all those players out in street clothes, kind of cheering on from the bench, or actually just sitting on the bench because they're, again, NBA regulations. Is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as Yami Swoop for those five things articles right there at Lakerholics.com. It is Jamie Sweet and Jamie. You know, we're going to touch on the game a little bit. I mean, I was, I'm trying to take some positives out of it. And I know Mr. Nukes was there in our Lakers live watch party for a little while. And I give him credit for being there. And I truly appreciate it. This was real ugly, really fast. He was trying to find positives, like a little bit of Thomas Bryant. Dennis Schroeder, 30 points, Thomas Bryant, 16, Lonnie Walker, 16, and Kendrick Nunn. He went out there to shoot. He knew already the game was over. He just went out to shoot, right. shoot, and shoot, and got seven. Yeah, all of, his, all of his points, were in the, most of his shots were in the fourth quarter when the game was well in hand. So Yeah, well, the game was well out of hand. My friend, the yeah, game was well I mean. out of hand in the first quarter. So <laughs> no, your understand. thoughts on that's... today's game? Uh, you know, like we, we shouldn't pile on, right? These guys... This was a schedule loss. Actually, if you look at the team stats, this the team that was there played okay. They played okay. Did shot decent percentage on threes. Didn't shoot a ton of free throws as one should expect without you know guys who who pick up free throws in the game uh, out of respect or skill. And you know, See, the crowd is loving you, my friend. Oh yeah. Either that or you know Joe's checking out some highlights, which I think is the latter. Uh, it could be either which way. Point yeah, being, I was probably, I think it might be me, but go ahead, my friend. The the guys who played, played fine. You know, no Russ, no, uh, no JTA, and certainly no uh, Reeves, LeBron, or AD. Uh, Pat Bev came back. Uh, everybody shot a decent percentage. We just, you know, didn't have the skill or the ability to stop. We just lack size. Chris Paul's really good. We don't have really good defenders. Uh, or the, the the one really ish good defender we have, Reeves, is wasn't playing, and NAD obviously uh, would have matched up well against Dayton. So you know, Phoenix did what they really should have done. Uh, you know, for that team, for the guys who played to score 104 points, that's not it's not awful actually. Uh, and Schroeder, what about for the guys that played in the game to give up 130 points? Well, that's what I mean. That's the if it's that that's what's going to happen. If they could have found a way to. St- Keep that to 110. This game might have been interesting, but that it wasn't. It wasn't possible. You know, it just was not to be. Was not to be, indeed. But 
we'll get into more about what's upcoming for the Lakers and of course the AD injury, the speculation on that, because it's not definitively clear exactly what is wrong with that right foot. So here today to talk about the game a little bit before we get into some larger details to go hopefully cheer people up a little bit in this Christmas week. It's a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out today at Simblades, simbladeswithawine.com if you are in the Southern California area. Plus also as well, he is the man behind Ox1947 at LakersBall.com with a great crowd there. It is Joe Sorrow. And Joe, I know you told me, man, it's like, hey, I didn't catch much of the game as, as I usually do. And I said, I texted back, don't worry. There really wasn't a need. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, an interesting thought I had uh, once I found out Russell Westbrook wasn't playing. It was – what what does the NBA do in, in in this situation? It was clear that the Lakers were conceding this game. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, you, you're essentially fixing the game indirectly, aren't you? Mm. So I know why they did it. They said, well, why would we risk LeBron going out there with, with Russell Westbrook and you know, I know Reeves got hurt a little bit, so that kind of made sense. But why, why is uh, why is LeBron and, and and Westbrook out for what reason? And this is the part where Adam Silver and the NBA owners are going to have to start making a choice on whether they want this league to be taken seriously. But if the money, I guess, is still coming in from all the TV contracts, does it really matter? Do the fans care? I'm kind of curious about that discussion. I'm, I'm, I'd be no, a if good... I'm dropping three hundred dollars on a ticket today, I would be yeah super pissed. I would I would be, and and they had talked about that when New Jersey, New Jersey, Brooklyn sat eight of the their players, team. and they got fined. What, what was it? He got fined fifty thousand, twenty five k, twenty five k. Okay. Adam Silver is going to need to make a decision here with the owners. Is Do you guys care about – because the players aren't going to care. Players are making $30 million a year, $20 million a year, whatever it is that they're making. Uh, they don't care. And it, it shows in their play, and it shows in their determination, and it shows in a lot of things. And I'm just trying to think, at what point will the fans care? I don't know if it matters. I think if you're a gambler, because I go on the score app on my phone and there's a little chat section there every now and then I'll, I'll look into that. And really 90% of the commentary on there is about the, the line. Well, well, let me just say this, Joe. I mean, in several States now, even though they're still being struck down in some pro sports betting is becoming more and more popular around this country. And, so and, it yeah. is having more and more of an influence on the way we go ahead and take a look at our sports and, and actually, that, you know, the way these sports organizations take care of themselves. By the way, I want to say that your new mic is amazing. Well, thank you. That, 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 I like how it kind of changes colors. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's uh, the, uh, what is it, the quadcast? Yeah. It's the yeah. HyperX quadcast. I like it. Just, I like it. Just, just call it your laser mic and be done with it. There you go. Laser mic. It's not a permit. I just I'm just alternating it between my headset and this one. So so what make what it, make what, it permanent, baby? What what precedent are we setting here as society? 
are we now I mean, going to are we are we going to now cater to casinos at some point this stuff's all going to go legal right that's going to be the push yeah. until somebody finally says fine it's just like marijuana you know and when someday it's going to be legal across this country someday sports betting is just going to be legal it's just like not in this state but it is in this state it's just at one sometime it, it down the road it's just like let's just deal let's just do it just for, just for the most, yeah but at what point wanted, do you deteriorate at what point do you dilute the the product if it's just simply made for fantasy football fantasy basketball and gambling at what point this is the result of those kind of that kind of thinking. If you're not going to hold these teams accountable, then they're not going to care. So at this point, we're just going to watch the games, hoping that, hoping and hoping for no hope. There's no hope in the fact that you're going to ever have. It's like a starting pitcher pitching a complete game. Those days are over, right? Well, Z has a good point saying that fantasy football actually made the NFL bigger in this century. I mean, with the rise of fantasy football, you saw a much larger interest in the fantasy football product or in the football product, the NFL product. So you're telling me that 42 million people that watched Dallas and the Giants a few weeks ago, that was basically because of fantasy football, right? Yes. And I guess according to Jim Howe, Jim, thanks so much for joining us, though. I appreciate it, even though you say I sound like Doug Benson, the pot smoking comedian. <laughs> I don't know who I that do, is. I I, I've been oh. called Emo Phillips before, too. So there you go. Emo uh, Phillips. Yeah, it's going way back. Comedian. Uh, yeah, good one, just, Jim. Uh, type in Jim. UHF, and there you go. That's a good one, Jim. Yes. That's a good one. What's up? What, I, <laughs> I guess I guess I'm trying to figure out if this is going to be a game I'm going to continue to watch down the road. Uh, Please do for us. Well, and that's 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 the part that that this I guess podcasts are another big thing, right? <laughs> I I don't know what what are we watching? Are we going to watch Kendrick Nunn play 30 minutes a game five times a year? <laughs> Not if you're lucky. <laughs> are we gonna rig? So. Are we gonna rig everything according to just, hey, you know what? This is the way it is now, and we're just gonna accept it. I think that's really what's come down. What it's come down to is, we've accepted these these mediocre products, and 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 given it uh, uh, in terms of uh, monetary situations uh, 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 a grade A product. There's, there's, there's no one, there's nothing, no one's held accountable for a, a lack of, pro, uh, of good product. You have, we have now accepted the, 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 uh, the infomercial product in sports to, to a degree, at least tonight. Anyways, tonight we saw a pathetic display of a product being shown in a professional sport. And at what point do we hold these guys accountable for giving us this product? That's a, follow that's the a... money, my friend. Follow the money. <laughs> okay, follow the money to what? The product sucks. What, what, well, what, that's what? usually where your all roads lead. Okay, to okay. So let's let's come. Let's get down the brass tacks. I didn't watch a minute of the game today when I found out Russell Westbrook wasn't playing. Because then, at that point, I knew something was going on. Something, you know unprofessional was going on so no, i said you know what 
Let you know me what? ask you this, Joe. Would you have said that four months ago? No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with Russell Westbrook. Okay. I'm talking about they've they've conceded the fact that, and that was that was a huge alert for me. Here's a guy that doesn't miss games. He's one of those guys. He's one of those freaks that can probably play 82 games a year if they'd let him. And he's not for what reason? So that you can save him up for what? What are you saving up LeBron for this year? For what? Maybe if you have LeBron and Westbrook tonight, maybe you have a chance to win, considering Booker was out. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, I put my foot down tonight. I didn't watch the game. Normally I would. Okay? I didn't watch the game tonight, and I could have, even where I was. I've watched games at dinners with friends and family numerous times on my phone. Everyone understands who I am. Everyone knows what I do. I didn't turn it on once, not even once. And the only reason why I knew somewhat of the score is because every time I went on to the uh, scores app, I was looking at the Green Bay stuff, looking at my, you know, other scores of the game, of, of what was going on today, and I would know what was going on in, in, by, by, by the scores that I saw. And you've been on record several times saying you've watched so many minutes of majority of the minutes, almost all the minutes of the last, you know, what, 10, 15, 20 years of Lakers. This is the first game probably first game I watched absolutely nothing. I'm talking not even a shred of a highlight during the game in I think five years. I was insulted today. I was insulted by the NBA product, and I was insulted by the Lakers' inability to give those people who bought tickets tonight the ability to watch LeBron James and Russell Westbrook possibly the only time in their lives. It's a disgrace, and there needs to be someone now to say this. And I think if there's a crusade down the road as our show becomes popular – I am going to be pushing for this, not only in basketball, but in all sports. In all sports, it's a little difficult in football because those guys can't can't risk being out because they they, they have a very short career. They got to do everything they can to get that one big contract at the very least. Baseball, baseball is a Dave Roberts, uh, Andrew Friedman culture of wussiness, but I wanted to use the other word. So... Remember, we got bleeped twice last time, Joe. We got. I am I am going to. I am telling you right now on uh, uh, December nineteenth, twenty twenty two, December nineteenth, twenty twenty two. While everyone is sitting there yapping and whining about why Zach Wilson stinks, why the Cowboys blew it, why the Raiders, uh, why the Patriots were made the dumbest play on the planet, I'm going to be the guy in the background going, "Why isn't LeBron James playing in Phoenix tonight when he's healthy?" Why is Russell Westbrook, who never misses games, not playing tonight and giving us a shot? Especially Devin, when Devin Booker wasn't playing. Yeah. Why is Devin Booker uh, not playing when he just scored 58 the other night? Looked pretty healthy then. No, mm-hmm. that's it. I'm. I, this is going to be. This is this is going to be the norm here, guys. So if you guys want to join in, join in. It's time that this there needs to be some pressure on this and. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of watching this. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of dealing with this thing that well, who's going to play and who's going to go. I haven't been to a Laker game in two years because of this crap. I don't know if LeBron's going to be playing that game. I don't know if AD is going to be playing that game. 
you, that, it matters. But then again, I have said on record, they don't really need our fans. That's just extra money. They got the TV contracts, especially the Lakers. They got, I think, the biggest regional contract in, in, in the NBA. It's $3 billion for 20 years. I was going to say, if you, um, I think the Dodgers in, in Major League Sports probably has the biggest one. But yes, the NBA, I mean the Do- no, but in the NBA, I do believe it is yeah, the, the NBA. It is the Lakers, yes. Are you sure over MSG? Uh, Region- regionally, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, think- regionally, I think it's still the Lakers. I don't okay. think MSG has a $3 billion deal. They might. I don't know. I've never heard because of Because they were still, as a team, they're worth more than the Correct. Lakers. Correct. Correct. But, but the Lakers think, would but sell. I think that's because they have stake in Madison Square Garden, or at least more of a stake okay. than the Lakers. I didn't, I'm, true. Just, I'm, I'm just asking. Sure that's that. why I'm asking. I'm yeah, not, true. Not 100% sure on that. Not 100% okay. sure on that. Okay. So so back again, I'm, I'm you know, the easiest answer to my concerns is, Joe, well, why do you keep watching? Because I'm not a quitter. I'm not a witch. I was going to use the other word too. Okay. I don't quit. I don't press delete on your comments. Okay. I stay in the fire and I try to f- help advance this. I'm not going to sit here and cry like a little girl and tell them I'm not going to do this. Now, I didn't watch tonight for advertising purposes. Advertising. They didn't get me for, for two and a half hours watching their lame car commercials or their whatever commercials with those promos on how everyone's a, you know, a tough guy on the Lakers. No, no. We're going to have to figure out how to, how to solve this issue. Now I love, I have a lot of respect for Adam Silver. If there's a commissioner in sports right now, when you compare Manford, Bettman and that clown, good Goodell, I, Adam Silver is ahead of those four guys by a mile. But he's not. Or three guys. Of all four, he's the one. I would say if there's one guy that could probably put something here to help, I think it would be him. And he he did put a little bit of a, a an alert on 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 Brooklyn with their fine. Is it enough? Probably not. But if I'm Adam Silver, if I'm Adam Silver, I'm going into the next CBA. Going, you guys want? We know we're going to be getting this next deal and you know this is all going to help us out with money but i got a couple of stipulations guys you can't just miss games anymore you can't just miss games anymore there's got to be something done about this and i'm gonna i'm gonna again i'm gonna be at the forefront of this this is Raphael from nbadraftjunkies.com and you are listening to the lakers fast break Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Give me all of the Star Trek all of the time and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cold. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers, unfortunately, very shorthanded, intentionally just kind of took the schedule loss. 130 to 104. Jamie, I want to just throw in something before we hit it over to you. Zangerstein, again, just killing it out there in the chat. Everyone out there is great in the world's best Lakers chat. That's a great. There. That's a great line, saying Z. That that right there. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. Go ahead. Look at their table talks, the useless debates, 
they're ta- they're taking the popularity of the stars, not the popularity of the NBA. So all these guys talk about half the freaking time throughout the years, who's the greatest of all time? It's like every other day, that's all they know. Who's the greatest here? Who's the greatest there? Who gives a crap? Who cares? This discussion is lazy. It's lazy done by no talents. If you're going to continue to talk about something you're never going to find the answer to, then you're useless. Find something different, okay? Let's let's get going here. Enough of the Michael Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, who's the greatest? Who cares? Everyone had their time in their era. They had different rules, different mentality. You can't compare them anyways. Who cares in the end? You don't, you'll never know the answer. But apparently, people are taught to watch this stuff. So we're going to start teaching the crowd now how to care about watching the stars playing. We're going to try to teach the crowd as, as we get bigger, hopefully, to stop worrying about stuff that's already been rehashed over and over again. Let's talk about who's the best now. I'll have that discussion because that's a debate. We don't know who's number one right now. You could say it's Giannis. You can say it's Luca. You can say it's Anthony Davis when he plays. But there's really no clear-cut player at this point. There is no – and this is – it's. I'd say it's the – real. I mean, I guess the 70s was, was Kareem. But who – who? Who is, who is the best? This is the first time in any era that I can remember where there isn't a clear-cut number one. Let's talk about that and see why these guys are not playing when they're supposed to, why they're not putting the product out there that matters. Because if Booker isn't playing tonight and LeBron and, and Westbrook play well, maybe we win. Jamie, uh, any thoughts to concur or compound I on mean, that? I mean, listen, the, the NBA has sanctioned this since Kawhi Leonard basically told the Spurs he wasn't going to play. That's, that's, that's where we're at with this in terms of the league doesn't buy into it. They basically have to give a, I mean, it's, I it's not that Joe's wrong. It's just uh, the NBA is going to err on the side of defending the product in general. And yeah, I mean the sport, all sport as it's, it's one of those funny things as technology gets better, everything breaks more uh, as sports science and sports medicine gets better. Players play less. Like it's it's the over perhaps over improving of something or I don't know it, it, everything's going to change and it's going to be hard to push back against this but I think it's worth trying I mean I think simply from the standpoint of the fan who pays who gets you know it's like it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when the family can buy a chocolate bar you know and like in the story they luck into a golden ticket but. Most families don't get golden tickets from chocolate bars. They just are able to afford a small, meager, one-time-out kind of affair. And, you know, if you, if this is the game you pick to go see with your family tonight, like, that just really sucks, right? And same with the Brooklyn game, same, you know, it definitely sucks. But, I, you know, there's no denying that the NBA doesn't care at all. Like, they will – if, if LeBron blows a, a knee or an Achilles – that hurts them more than one game and 20 games, maybe even, you know? So I don't know. I, I, I it's not that I disagree. I just, I don't see it changing, I suppose, because <laughs> I'm a pessimist. Um, but 
I think it's of all the fights that you could fight against professional sports, that's the one that I that there has to be if 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 not forcing them to play, then there has to be an accountability to the fan on some level. And if that means an economic recom- recompensation, then that's what it means. But it I, it definitely isn't fair to you know John Q fans showing up with the kids uh, to see a game for for the first time in five years uh, and getting getting that <laughs> and you know uh, it's it was a concession it's an interesting point uh how does that affect your bet in vegas you know how does that uh how does it's it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting it's an interesting point uh i'm far more worried personally about the actual state of the team which i i think is i just really think it's run its course <laughs> this version of the lakers uh, I've started to move quickly and firmly towards the whatever we can get for Anthony Davis is something we should start to aggressively consider. And that's something I want to ask you guys, both of you. I mean, that's something because we see that the word with Anthony Davis, again, very vague, no specifics about his right foot injury. Nobody is yeah. saying exactly what it is, what the damage is on it, other than he's just going to be out about a month. <laughs> which yeah. is very vague in and of itself. Is it going to be reevaluated in a month? Does it mean that possibly he could be having surgery on it? And he could be out the rest of the season. Guys, you got to give me, help me on this because it's just really starting to get very too, too well, too vague for me. I mean, it just, to me, it needs a clarification so we can go and move on from there because it just makes things clear what we need to do going forward as a team. I mean, I think they're drawing it out. I think that they are taking their time and drawing it out because it's one of two things. It's either relatively quick turnaround or it's probably it's or it's season ending, you know. Mm-hmm. Those really seem anything if it's if listen, if it's not quick, it won't matter what to come back to. And so it is essentially season ending. You know, if it's like two months, right? Why bother? Why bother coming back? Uh you're you're just gonna hurt yourself again. <laughs> You're just, uh, you know, like uh, other than yeah, the, the people who bought season tickets and you know, uh, but from a team standpoint, and I'm sure from a front office standpoint, they'll err on the side of we'll go for this. Really, you're going to get another summer of getting yourself in the best shape you possibly could, just like last summer and the summer before that, and this is the summer, this one, this is the summer because it's contract year that you're just going to like nail it. Uh, and I, 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 I don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't think he can do it. I don't think he could play more than 50 games a season at best. And that's troubling to me. And he's not getting, yeah, any younger. Uh, he's no, right around 30 now. So he's, he's a $37 million contract. And you know, it's funny. Cause like people get, people have really, People have really piled on Russ hard for about a year and change now. You know who shows up the most out of all the Lakers superstars is Russell Westbrook, and he always plays hard. Uh, and you know, Does, it's is just he worth one of those things. Forty-seven million dollars. That's I get your that's point. besides the no. It's beside the point at this at this point. That's 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 you know the the milk has been spilled. The milk has been spilled. That forty-seven million dollars is, is so last year. You know, it's 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 not going anywhere. Joseph Soro, please. 
I, I am going to mention, because sometimes we are prisoners of the moment, and sometimes I'll catch myself being in that moment. You know, it's just, it, it, it's a habit. It's, it's human nature. Shaquille O'Neal, the reason why he didn't win three or four MVPs was because of this. That's how they got back at him. Because he would miss way too many games. The year that he played, other than the first two years, the year that he played a significant amount of games happened to be in 2000 when he had one of the greatest statistical seasons in the history of the NBA. And that needs to come back. But the reality of this, and that's probably why it's bothering me, is I know the truth. I know that I'm probably living on fantasy land at this point. The point of playing and getting MVPs and averaging 30 points used to mean, oh, I'm going to get a huge contract. Now, you don't really need to do much to get a big contract. I mean, Giannis has played, uh, I think he's missed five games already this year. And in the last three years before this year, he had played, I believe, 63, 61, and 67 games. He's never played 82 games. He's played 81 and 80. So, how many players actually have that's around? The, and that's the that's the thing. It's become it's become it's become this starting pitchers are not pitching after the five fifth five and six innings anymore. They've they've diluted this the game so much that we've just I, I how are we ever going to see greatness anymore? When you when you ask for parity. To me, in my experience, you dilute greatness. Greatness is greatness. You want, you want, you want trashy teams. You know the the Rams winning the Super Bowl last year. I remember thinking, I'm like, really? The Rams won a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl. That's how I felt after the game. It didn't even feel like a Super Bowl. I was I was actually as a Steeler fan. I know this is sacrilege, but I wanted Burrow to win. Burrow shows greatness. That's what I want to see. As much as it hurts to watch them win, as much as it hurt to see the Patriots do what they did, I saw greatness. I want to see greatness. I don't want to see mediocrity. And I want the message to go back out there. Should our audience grow large, hopefully in the thousands and the hundred thousands, this is going to be the lesson. This is going to be the discussion that I want to have out there that I feel is it, that is it important. We need to hold these guys accountable. I want to see the greatest athletes play on December 19th on a back-to-back in Phoenix when I buy a goddamn ticket. Especially if they're healthy. They're not healthy, I get it. Sore foot, my ass. Sore foot. I have a sore foot, and I'm just walking. Well, the list of the injuries tonight, sore foot, sore foot, sore foot, sore groin, sore foot. You know, you insert your own jokes there. So uh, with Zangerstein, <laughs> you know, just incredible coming as far as this, the quotes right there. I actually... She says she I actually she actually she says she actually listened to a talk with smart guys. Could be us, you never know. The NBA is actually <laughs> too skilled 
Imagine defending from the three-point line back to the rotation in the basket. In the 90s, no one is guarding the three-point line. You know, we see it all the time with the Lakers, how frustrating we it is. We saw it. We saw it in the 2020 season. The worst, the, the two worst words to me in today's age, drop coverage. We saw it 2020. <laughs> you know, one of the exciting parts about that season, besides winning the championship, was I was always waiting, waiting for those four or five years where I'm like, who's going to bust this three-point heavy league? The Lakers of 2020 did it. They made that, that shot useless in four series. And the only reason why they went six against Miami was Jimmy Butler went playing insane. Went in, in, a, in a, I remember I was watching game five and I'm like, is this really happening? Like, is Jimmy Butler playing like Michael Jordan right now? He gave you everything. And he, he the, way, everything. the way the way he, he, he bent over on that times table. I remember that's what I want to see. And that's not a Laker. But when I saw him doing that, that is what you respect. The yep. guy was bringing it and squeezed every ounce of his talent, every ounce of effort, so much so that they were dead in game six. Dead. It was like once AD started doing AD things, Frank Vogel, one of the really, really great moves of that whole run, putting in Caruso to basically, it's like they put in Caruso in the starting lineup and basically said, we're cutting your head off right now. We know you're, you're dead. And to gonna, me, that, gonna, see, it gives me goosebumps. It gives me goosebumps to think about. We were knowing this before the game started. I saw it happening. I'm like, dude, Frank Vogel's going for the jugular. Putting Caruso in there, and and then after about two or three minutes, you're seeing AD basically guarding three guys, and they can't do jack squat. And I'm like, gotta, oh, my God, this is great. But you got to give him credit, though. Alex Caruso is now being talked about. His career and the level of play that he does as far as on the defensive end, it's gotten to the point where the guy shoots less than five shots a game on average, yet he's being talked about, you know, because Chicago's not doing very well, being traded for a first-round pick, which shows you the kind of value he has still within and the cachet he has within the league because of what he's done with the Lakers and with the Bulls. Well, I would really consider honestly trading. I would I would really do this. And I know I know it's not look, beyond the fact that he's a fan favorite, beyond the fact that we love him, okay? Let's look at this from a just a basketball perspective. Okay. okay? We need we we The lighting isn't good when I do that. Um we need <laughs> we need and I gotta look good when I talk. We baby. need killer. Look. We need killers on this team. Austin Reeves has a little bit of killer in him. LeBron is—he's a nice guy. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's be real. LeBron is a nice guy. The six foot eight, two hundred sixty pound nice guy. AD is a nice guy. He's an eloquent nice guy. Russell Westbrook has got a dog in him. The problem is, the dog has rabies half the time. It's it's good one half, not the other half. And I don't know which one it is. Sometimes it's the ass end of it. Sometimes it's the head. It's always going back and forth. So how about we go call Chicago and say, 
You guys want to drop DeRozan's contract for next year? We'll take on Caruso. Here's Westbrook. Here's a first-round pick. Let's kind of get back to the basics. Let's get some guys that can hit some mid-range shots like DeRozan can, can help you back up your guys a little bit. The guys that are your stars, this guy is like the perfect third star. He's the perfect complement to your game. And then you have Caruso who comes back, plays his 20 minutes, and gives you an effort that this team desperately needs. And imagine him and Reeves playing, you know, at the perimeter on defense with, with the AD backing him up. I mean, it becomes now you, you've solved so many problems just there. You still need more talent probably, maybe one more you shooter. Need to, you still you, you need still one need shooter. shooter. So then you use Nunn and Bev to go get that one shooter. Bogdanovich, I don't care who, someone. If you want to salvage the season. But today didn't give me a lot of confidence that they wanted to salvage the season. Today, they did what most people do these days. Quit. And just quit. They quit. They're like cowards. Jamie, let me ask you this. You you always are the... I don't want to say the... You're just... You're always... At the mercy of Laker Tom's trade proposals on Lakerholics.com, right there for you. They're they're plastered right there each and every day. And I know you say uh-huh. I have your fill, and I say a lot on Twitter. And I know see I see all the comments to Laker Tom's trade proposals. But when it comes to what you have in mind to improve this team, especially with AD now out, what could be more than a month? I have a feeling this is going to drag on for a little while because they're not telling us exactly what's wrong with that right foot. What's your thoughts on how we can still try to improve this team? I mean, well, there's two thoughts. There's something we could do today that I think could realistically happen. And then there's some things that, you know, are probably not going to unfold for like another month or so. Month to six weeks, maybe eight weeks. And that's at that point, it's 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 likely that we'll be, you know, still have not won 20 games, uh, you know, have lost close to 40 games uh, in a couple of months. Maybe not 40 games, but point being, we won't be we won't be looking we won't be looking favorably at the rest of the schedule. So if you want to start fixing the problem now, you need to bring in scoring. I don't think you can fix the defense this season. I don't think it's possible. I, I don't think there's the talent that's available. I don't think we can trade for the talent that's available. I, I, I just, I, I don't, I do not believe it can be done. You have to pick one side. You can't fix both sides of the court with the resources that we have. You have to pick one. And so if I had to pick, based on the fact that you can't count on AD to play, you just, you just can't, then you have to focus on the offensive end because LeBron can't do it all by himself. There's not enough people who who are good defenders and good scorers on this Laker basketball team. There's just there's just not. <laughs> people would hope Kendrick Dunn would be better, at really, at everything, and he's been you know pretty awful. Uh, Shooter had this is his best game so far. Is it a portend of things to come? No, I kind of doubt it. Uh, he's not going to play this role going forward this isn't this isn't what he does on this team russ can't russ can't be counted on to score 20 more than 20 points a game and that's on a good night 
LeBron can't do this forever. And then you're left with guys who are like averaging about 10 points a game for the rest of the team. Lonnie Walker's like what, 13, 14. Reeves is around 10. Tony, Tony Brown Jr., Troy Brown Jr., rather, 10, a little less than. Thomas Bryant's, you know, 10, 12. You need people who can put the ball in the basket and not suck at defense. I'm not just talking about three point shooters. I'm talking about like somebody who can score from a multiple multiple spots on the floor. There are two players like that that are free agents right now. They're old, and they've both been Lakers before. One is Carmelo Anthony, and the other is Boogie Cousins. You got to wave Damian Jones, who isn't doing anything. You, you have to cut bait and run on some of your projects, and you're going to eat a lot of money. <laughs> the Laker the Laker organization will eat a lot of money getting rid of Jones for nothing, but it has to be done. Because you need is he's you need more from that position at this point. Because you, again, Thomas Bryan is too small. We saw that against DeAndre Ayton. You know he he admirably played well against Jokic for half of a game, but you can bet Mike Bones going to neutralize that next time. You know that 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 won't ever happen again. Jokic and Mike Mullen are too smart, so. You have to, and these are players you can get for cheap, which makes the Laker front office happy. Like they're acquirable, it's acquirable talent without giving a pick, without trading anybody worth anything. If there's a market for Russ, it's not going to be till February. It's just not. <laughs> it, it won't be until February, and that's too late. So then you look at Pat Bev, you look at Nunn, you look at Reeves, Lonnie Walker, all those guys are. Thomas Bryant Jr., all those guys are going to get paid next year, more than what we're paying them this year. Who are you keeping? Really? Pick three. Thomas Bryant Jr., Reeves, Lonnie Walker? That is Troy Brown Jr., see you later. Papev, see you later. Everybody else basically see you later, right? Well, the only ones under contract is uh, LeBron, AD, Max Christie, who actually, I want to make a correction. We thought he was on contract for three years. He's it's actually two. only under contract no, for it's just two. Two years. No, it's That's absurd. That's depressing. What a dumb move. Again, well, it's all I supposed never, to, I when I was earlier this season, I was yes. saying what a dumb move that was. It looks even dumber it's dumb, now. It's even dumber now. And you know what's going to get really dumb next summer? Uh, that's what it's going to be absolutely hilariously dumb. My point is this. There's there's two tradable assets on this team because the team is obviously Lakers are obviously all in on LeBron James. All those players that I just mentioned, you can trade for something that will barely move the needle. If at all, you're going to be, you're going to have similar defensive or offensive issues. You trade for a defensive guy. You can't shoot trade for an awesome guy, offensive guy who can't defend, which is where I come up with the pick one side and really just try to be really as good as you possibly can with what you have to work with and what you can easily acquire. And so I, I I honestly believe you will get more, and this is going to sound crazy. I feel like, but it's what I've, I've, it's where I'm at right now. I think you still get more for AD than you do for Russ, which is crazy to say. Well, then let me clarify this then. I want to go ahead and throw this out there before we end of the show. And I want yeah. to ask you, so we're all on the record now. I mean, I, Joe had me on that train for AD. Obviously he was doing great top MVP candidate, the whole nine yards. Then obviously he gets hurt again, bringing me back. And I think bringing him back 
are we now clarified at least the guys on this show saying that's probably best to start looking at options for an it has to be done it has to be done it has to at least be entertained seriously it can't be like at least you got to put it on the table gotta and not shirk away from it and but and then and then the problems just get bigger though you can't trade ad to like indiana clutch will flip out you you have to trade ad somewhere he wants to go which is really basically chicago (laughs) he doesn't want to go to knicks and like try to save the knicks nobody wants to go save the knicks the knicks are a dumpster fire it's chicago and you can get i think i think joe's trade is kind of close I think you could get DeRozan or you could get Vukovic, depending on if you want size or shooting or like more scoring. I go back and forth. I, I'd be fine either way. And then, yeah, you got to get Caruso and then maybe Kobe White. But that's going to take two picks. Uh, and does that, it does, you know, will that happen? Are these, well, is this like got, front office? AD, you have to replenish what you gave up. Originally, it's not happening. You know, you might, you know what? That's actually, you could maybe do pick swaps with the Bulls because they have a crap ton of their own first round picks. You might be able to get one like in 2024 or maybe some second rounders. You might be able to do a little bit of a replenish there. And you're betting, and Chicago's betting on all of their broken down guys being healthy next season and going for it next season. That's, that's what you're selling here. Uh, the Lakers don't have a lot to work with. This is, Honestly, I, I don't see how you've, you, because of the moves made to now, I don't see a trade or two fixing this to a, to a, to a salvageable point. It'll be maybe more respectable, but not like, again, not with like the attitude of like, well, this is a game we can just give up on. We're already down. What we're now at 12 and 17, 13 and uh, 11, 12 and 17. Right. 13 yeah. and 17. 13 and 17. 13 and 17. Right Thank you. What if we had won this game trying hard, right? Now you're looking at 14 and 16 and another one of those gutty, gritty wins. So I really do hope, except that I don't hope, that everybody's <laughs> kind of hurt, but I doubt it. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I haven't had a lot of faith in this Laker front office for a little over a year now. And, the, you know, really since – since we've won the title, to be honest, I have every move since then has been increasingly more puzzling than the last. And I'm now utterly befuddled and bewildered by what direction they think they're moving in. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Lakers, unfortunately, don't field much of a team and don't put up much of a fight against the Phoenix Suns tonight. 136 to 104. Joe, you know, I just discussed it with Jamie, had some great points. The chat has been awesome today. Zangerstein, Sovereign, all been amazing today in the chat. Truly cannot thank you, Johnny2k6, enough for truly being part of a great holiday. We know everybody's busy this time of the year, but we cannot thank you enough for spending some time out of your holiday week with us. Joe, I wanted to ask you this real quick, though. Again, you started hinting in that direction as of Sunday when you heard the news it looks like at this point in time, I think the smart money, if, again, everything up there in the front office was smart, I would at least start hearing some offers because I don't know. This is just, this is just going to be a cyclical thing with Anthony Davis, I believe, going forward for the rest of his career. So we heard this week by the new CEO of Warner Brothers, David Zasloff, firing Henry Cavill as Superman. 
And your initial reaction was probably like, whoa, what are you guys thinking? I know I did. This is Superman. This is one of the few guys that actually embodies movie star. Henry Cavill, you mean? Is that what I said? Didn't I say that? You said Kavila. Sorry, Cavill. Cavill, sorry. Um, And then a couple days later, I started thinking because apparently The Rock unfollowed Warner Brothers and everyone associated with Black Adam or whatever. And now there's an issue there. He says he didn't. His official statement says he didn't. Whatever. Every time something happens, he says it's the opposite when we know it was. So I don't know what his deal is. I don't know why he keeps making stuff up. It didn't make money. No, it did make money. Dude, these guys have been doing this for 120 years. They, they've been cooking the books for 120 years. You can't do that. You're, gonna, you're not going to be back in the game anymore. Um, and you're not that good of an actor to, 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 to stay the course. You got to... You're gonna you're gonna be rele- relegated to doing XFL and yeah, yeah, all that stuff, whatever it is that he does uh, at those games. The well, don't don't feel too bad for Henry Cavill. Well, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of his apparel, so I'm not dogging the the Rock in terms of that kind <laughs> of stuff. But I'm talking about Henry Cavill. Don't feel too bad because he got let go of Superman because he just walked into his dream job with Warhammer 40k. Good, good, yeah, very he's, good. He's the point of this bajillion dollars. That the, yeah. the key here is. Um, The new CEO is cutting everything. He has made a decision that, guys, yes, we would love to keep this guy, but nothing's really gone right with what's here right now. We need to just clean the slate. And we talked about this a week ago anyways. The Lakers team keeps doing patchwork. It's not going to work. It's time to blow it up. Fingers in the dam type deal? It's over. It's over. But... Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss are not capable of understanding that, at least from what I've seen. They're going to keep holding on. They're going to keep worrying about what Clutch thinks. This is why you don't listen to an agency when it comes to your business. They only care about their clients. And I understand they're a big part of the team and getting them over there. But at some point, there needs to be a line drawn where, well, there's certain things we can't do. And right now, are we going to continue to put out the same lame 10, 12-game players and then they're going to be out for a month? And then when they're not out due to injury, they're out because they feel like they're not going to – they don't want to play anyways. So then what are we going to do then? What's what's the deal there? No. I just think they they got to start taking offers. I really think they just have to start looking into it. And they got to start. They will not get what they gave up. Oh, no. But oh, what no. they can do is they can get a package of players and picks. We saw There's... what Rudy Gobert. We saw what Rudy Gobert got. Ru- Rudy Gobert uh, plays. <laughs> yeah, it's not even and a comparison. True, but Rudy Gobert doesn't have what maybe he may have maybe half the talent of Anthony Davis. Maybe. Anthony yeah, Davis, as a Laker, has played in 62% of the possible regular season I understand, but games. you're trading him on the potential for another team to go ahead. To, for you know, They're buying into the potential of Anthony Davis when they trade for him, you know, much as the Lakers did in 2019 when they traded for Anthony Davis on the potential of Anthony Davis, which came true in 2020 for a period of time 
which, you know, even the most ardent of Lakers fans says, yes, the Lakers did get four and a half months of rest. So, you know, LeBron and AD came back fresh for that run that they did. So, okay, that's great. But when it comes to Anthony Davis, I think that you at least have to start fielding those offers and you start, you just can't turn a blind eye to it anymore. No, I can't. Yeah. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do end up losing tonight. 136 to 104, I believe was the final score. Gonna go ahead and check that out right now. But before we head on out, guys, I just want to go ahead and say what what's upcoming here on the schedule as the Lakers continue. It's actually 130 to 104. My apologies. 130 to 104. Before we head on out, the Lakers still have a little bit of work to go. We always talked about it's going to make it even harder for them to go ahead and finish 500 by the end of the month. Jamie, let me ask you this first up when it comes to the Lakers, do you, you know, do you see them at least winning the majority of their games, even though AD is out of the lineup for the rest of this month? No. Pretty much what Joe <laughs> gave me that yesterday. No, I mean, look, we might win uh, Wednesday, right? We play Wednesday. Uh, and we're yep. against against Dallas on Christmas Day. We always play bad on Christmas. Well, don't, uh, don't forget the Friday game at home versus Charlotte. Yeah, I feel like Charlotte's kind of on an upswing. Uh, they're starting to find their groove. Hayward's if we back, can steal Lamello's the game back. in Sacramento, would that change your perspective just a little? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I just don't expect us to win any of the next three games. So, uh, I, I think that's going to pretty much put a nail in that coffin. You would have to like steal a, the, you would have to steal the, you'd have to, you would have to steal the Sacramento game and beat Charlotte. Uh, which, I mean, all of it's possible, right? Zangerstein's saying that that uh, she's betting that they will win five straight. Honest, that's Laker Tom for there for you. That's like that's channeling her Laker. If they win Tom. five straight, that means I'm doing the challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> there you go. All right. Oh, clarify. I want to get this clarified. So yeah, let's get this one in the writing. There is no clarified. It's already in the books. I already said it ten shows ago. Okay. All right. Well, you heard that, but uh, I heard it. Yeah, I know. We already said it. <laughs> okay. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think that getting the five hundred is not going to happen until maybe the end of January. The Lakers are going to be on a continual uphill climb. You know, it just looks like there's there's going to be a, at least two or three more schedule losses where they sit people down over the next six weeks, which is going to irritate Joe to no end. Don't and, buy and tickets you know, in the second night of a back-to-back, Laker fans. Yeah. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah, you can bet on all those. <laughs> Don't do it. Out. Be a smart consumer. Is it annoying? Yeah. Yes. Should we stop yeah. it? Hopefully. Well, now but... you know why they offer those great package deals, including the Lakers. Oh, yes, yeah. Because... Yeah, there you go. That's why. Because come see LeBron sitting on the bench. They say come see LeBron, but they don't tell you come see him in action. Come see him sitting on the bench is usually the case of that for those back-to-backs. But what are you going to do? I mean, this is the way the league is set up. This Joe said it. It's just until this changes, this is going to continue to happen. So just very frustrating indeed. But once again, the Lakers do lose 130-104 to to the Phoenix Suns. Johnny 2K says, do the reverse Emperor Palpatine. Don't do it. Do it. Emperor Palpatine. Channeling do the it. Emperor Palpatine right there for you. So. Order 64. 
Zanger Sign says all they need to do 66. is use the rotation they ah, need against you. Denver 66. and the Wiz. So no, no. I mean that's a nice thought, Zanger Six Zangerstein. Uh, but I you got to stay but, away from those tiny lineups that they have. Most teams in the NBA have a center that's not six nine. <laughs> that's that's I believe Thomas Bryant's height, and he's not exactly a leaper. He's a good box. He's good at boxing out. Pretty good at boxing out. But he's mm-hmm. gonna get. He's not. This this team has such a. This team already had such a small window for, you know, errors and lack of talent and bad play and injuries. But the Lakers but, don't actually meet a good center again until the 9th of January when they're at uh, playing against Denver. I don't even think it takes a good center. I think actually a good center they zero in on and play better against, like Embiid, uh, like Horford, and like Jokic. I think it's the like our guys, just hustle guys, that give them a lot more problems because it's usually LeBron. It's going to be LeBron playing center. LeBron doesn't want to run around and box out. It's just, you know, it's there's just so much working against this team on a fundamental level uh, that I, I, it's just without AD and even with him, if you just can't really, I mean, who, who counts on the, how can you, how can you even entertain the notion of counting on the guy at this point? So, you know, it's, I, I, I want this Lakers. I really like this version of the Lakers a lot at this point, because they are gritty. Uh, but, it, if he's out for a month or more, it, it just doesn't matter. Like it, it's, it's, it's done. It, it's done effectively. So, you know, it's, this is a bad, this is, uh, this is what a season of like three summers of mismanagement looks like. Like it builds to this kind of deflating. It's going def- to, you're just, you're going to be looking at things and being like, how do we get here? This is not my this is not my Laker team. This is not my crypto.com arena. Uh but anyway, but you know, we might steal one of these games, but if again, this team has such a narrow window for success and it just keeps getting smaller. Z says uh Jamie that's her point that they never used uh the LeBron at center lineup since AD sat. LeBron doesn't want to play center. <laughs> it's not. It's not for. Uh, he, he's he's thirty eight years old or about to be. You know he he he's he wants to shoot threes and you know drive for some open. You know let Russ create some open shots for him every once in a while. And that's and he's good at he's really good at that. So, uh, you know it's this is just it's this is going to be a slog. It's going to be a real ugly slog. And if it gets real ugly fast it's going to be a hard choice for the Lakers. Like obviously they want LeBron to break Kareem's record. Right. But like, does anybody want to see that happen in a season like this? Where you just like hoping to squeak by against Sacramento or Charlotte, you know, and not feeling like the front office made their best move uh, that the team never was able to like put its best foot forward. You know, it's just a, you know, you just expect better from the Lakers, and it's just not happening these days, and it's it's disappointing. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. 
Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Before we head on out, I got one more question for you guys. Uh, Joe, I'll hit you up with on this first. The next 10 games before we meet Denver in January, the Lakers have games against a lot of right around 500 teams. If, if you include Sacramento, we're not including, and I'm not including Charlotte because they're well below 500, but that's a lot of winnable games against some teams that are up and down one night to the next. Sorry, Johnny 2K6 is killing me tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I also Kendrick. want to mention again, None. these are the next 10 games before they meet Denver once again. Again, you're you you could be facing a lot of teams. Again, they're up and down one day to the next. I feel you, Zanger. I, I feel you, Zanger. Sorry, I, I mis I misconstrued your comment. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna need to make a decision on if this team wants to win regularly. There's no reason why LeBron and, and Russell Westbrook shouldn't have played tonight, especially with Booker out. You, you you're not you're not 20 and 10, guys. You're not 20 and 10. You're 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 13 and 17. You have no room to coast. If they think they're just going to get into the play-in and then make a run, I guess maybe that sort of makes sense. But it's just not uh, for me. It just doesn't doesn't sit doesn't sit well with me. That to, 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 that doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You're you're not a team that can turn it on when you want to. It's just not. That's not who you are. Um, I'd like to be wrong though. I'll tell you that if it happens, I'll be the first to. Say, you know what? I'm done talking <laughs> the NBA. I don't know anything about the NBA anymore. <laughs> it's just I losing. Losing, losing is a disease. Quitting is a disease. Coward. Well, I agree. I cowardice. Agree UK6, though. Games I, against I, borderline 500. I, I, I'm, I'm fully aware that there are a lot of times during the day I realize I might have been a little, born a little too late in the era. But then I start thinking back, well, doesn't every generation, every era – of guys in their 40s feel like that the generation right now sucks ass. There's a little bit of that too. And I get it. But let's be real, guys. I mean, come on. What are you doing? You're getting paid $40 million, $35 million to, to, to not play? It's an insult to those who have to go to work every day and have to work. Otherwise, they're not getting jack squat. And you hear words like community, humbleness, you know, all this crap that these guys say. And I'm like, you're saying it, but you ain't doing jack squat about it. You're not living up to what you're saying. You And, and, and when you're hard on those guys for that, you're looked on as, well, you're this boomer or you're this, you're not being considerate or whatever. No, I am. I'm paying attention to what people say. I dissect what people say. It's part of my 
evaluation daily, whether it's business, whether it's personal, whether it's going to the store, it doesn't matter. Everything's a, everything that you see during the day is analyzing how you're going to turn left while you're driving. Are you going to be more likely to get around traffic if you make this move versus that move? Everything's about that process, at least for me. And everything is made at some point to make things better and more efficient. And you don't see that a lot in anything anymore. Everything is mediocre. Everything is accepted that something is trash. And all people do is get on social media, complain, and then go sit on their lazy asses and do nothing about it. Or they'll have discussions about who that who's the greatest player of all time for the eight upteenth time. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of that discussion. I'm sick of this laziness. I'm sick of these people talking about humbleness and 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 we're here to do the right thing and we do this and we do that. And then I see you and you're like you you got a sore foot out of nowhere. Getting paid forty million dollars a year and you have a sore foot all of a sudden. You know what? Eat it. That's what I got. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> I didn't watch tonight. Eat it. So you had one less guy who was who's been watching these games, not watching your stupid car commercials and your stupid drug commercials, which is all these a holes put on TV these days. Go buy a car you can't afford and go ahead use this dope for your earache that manifested itself because this commercial told you you might have a problem. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, that's what I see. Bunch of dopers pushing stuff and a bunch of car people selling things people can't afford. In a a society that's already riddled with debt. That's, and oh, by the way, let's cater to the gamblers too on top of all that so that kids can grow up and, uh, and learning, well, it's about the money. Well, it's about the money. Yeah, let's teach our next generation that gambling is, 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 is what we're doing now. That won't ruin their life. Well, um, before we, I send it over to Jamie, you do realize the other day you and I had a conversation that a, uh, a gambling company actually did inquire about you know becoming a sponsor for our show. We're going to have to make a decision. He forgot that email. <laughs> he totally forgot that email. <laughs> I didn't forget about the email. I didn't know they were a gambling company. Did you not read the email? He said they yes, were I, <laughs> not even one sentence. Not one sentence. Sid Blades, get your law. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Gerald Glassford, and uh, I'd like to send it back over to myself uh, to end tonight's broadcast because. <laughs> Well, they said actually they were having representatives, I think, evaluate us and then let us know if they they want us to be a part of it. So I don't let them out. watch tonight's show. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It'd be so great when I do their reads and Joe's going to be, uh, you know, his it, his eyes will be rolling like in fifteen different directions if that ever happens. But my friend, Mr. Jamie, uh, before we head on out, any last words? Since Joe never actually really answered my question on the next 10 games, and a lot of them being with the teams around 500, and he just went off on a Joe-like thing, which is cool because it's, you know, valuetainment as, as the key word we go ahead and say here. Super valuetainment. Exactly. Uh, your thoughts on the possible 
I think if they try, I think if they hustle, I think if, if Ham gets them going, they Two can and actually, three. Yeah, I can I think they could do five and five, six and four uh, as far as two the and three in the next before five, they get to I don't Denver. Know. Before they I, get to the Denver game. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Some of these I teams, mean, again, the, these teams that they're playing that are upcoming, when it looks like you know, Sacramento, when it looks like of course, Charlotte, which I mentioned. You've got Orlando, Miami, Atlanta. You got Charlotte again. Some of these are very winnable games. Miami, which has been up and down. Dallas, which has been up and down. Yeah, but how couldn't you qualify us as an up and down team as well, just as much as any of those yeah, other teams? I this is this is my problem is that I, I don't see. There's what criteria are we basing the expectation of a win off of? <laughs> it can't be availability. It can't be skill. It can't be talent. To me, it can't be effort. So, I mean, I, 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 do you want me to say like I really hope we go five and five? Yeah, I really hope we go five what, and five. Do you really think? We're go I'm five. done no, with predictions, like man. Three and I'm, I'm like three and seven, four and six. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking I mean, five and five. I'm done with predictions you're, you're, for the next fifty games. I'm. I was about, right about the road trip. Win, win on Wednesday. Pound the back. I was right on the road trip. Win on Wednesday. Okay. And then we can start talking about basketball instead yeah, of inter- yeah, prevent instead from of... lighting the beam, please. Prevent from lighting the beam. I do not want to see the beam lit in Sacramento. So the beam. They're gonna pick it. Those guys are gonna play hard though. Do they have like a? I mean, I shouldn't. I shouldn't talk. As an Angel fan, we have a slogan called "Light that baby up." So. Well, no, they they, always... they they actually have a great marketing campaign. If they win the game, then they light the beam. You know, like uh, the Luxor here in town. You know, beam lights up. You know, and all that. So yeah, I mean, I'm into it. I mean, and then they chan- you know they actually chanted in there, light the beam, light them beam, you know, in the crowd. You know, it's an interactive crowd as opposed to the Lakers, were just you know, we're just there. So yeah, yeah. because we know, filter out we, into the into the uh, we're not in the crowd yeah. because we're not expecting LeBron to be there every game. So no. yes, like Joe said, you know, before, you know, no, we are not. Yes. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you being part of what we're all about because we're excited fans when you come and watch us and listen to us right here at the Lakers fast break. Yeah. How about a Chuck guarantee, Joe? Oh my gosh. You mean Chuck Barkley? Yes. That's what Sovereign's asking. (laughs) Do you want me to do it in a Charles Barkley voice? So what is this uh, Lakers show? And one third I guess of the not. show didn't watch the game. Go start a family, bud. <laughs> what? You want to roll your family? I think, just... I think African geographer is upset that my commentary reeled him in, as I said in the post. And now he's he's got a he's got a he's got to sit tonight, knowing that my commentary got his attention, and that's that's the whole point. I got you. You're the fish. I got the reel. I got the bait. And you took it. <laughs> I got you. And all investors, enjoy all it potential with vegetables. investors for the Yeah, and enjoy it with some nice vegetables and some nice candy. So you guys you got you guys gotta understand how this works. Like we eat our audience alive. All right. Don't be mad. In more ways than one. Don't be mad. Come on. Can't say somebody doesn't know what they're talking about when you're talking because I said something. 
We are the Donner. We are the Donner Party of Laker commentary. My hair was actually brownish red when we started the season. I just wanted to know that. <laughs> I, I was I was twenty two when we started the show. This is true, but well, I'm forty eight today, man. This is break. There's a reason he didn't watch the game tonight, and he lets you know throughout the show. It's a it's a microcosm of the way the league is set up. So hopefully you will actually check out the show and understand why he did a guy who's been watching the product virtually every minute of every game for the past decade plus tells you he didn't watch today. It's for a reason. One of my so, favorite, one of my favorite he's got things. A family, by the way, we one all have my, families. Yeah. So. One of my favorite, one of my favorite <laughs> things is yeah. someone, and this happens pretty, pretty extensively. The funniest thing about my day is someone who's clueless telling me I'm clueless. I think it's 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 funny. Well, I thought it's the funny. best it's one a, was one that called it, you a narcissist and not real thought you would be offended and you actually enjoyed. Well, it. It, the thing is, when you don't have feelings, you don't get offended. I, I keep having to tell people this, but they think it's they think I'm going off camera and crying. I, I guys, I can't tell you how comfortable I sleep at night. I sleep like a baby. It's not just because he has a Tempur-Pedic mattress. It's also because. I, I do have that too. The one that comes up and everything. And, and just to clarify. By the way, that's overrated anyways. I never sleep sitting up like and this. And just to clarify. Like a conehead. You've already started a family. Have you not, Joe? I'm sorry? Yeah, just to clarify, you've already started a family. Have oh, you not, yes. Joe? Yes. A very good one too. Like I said to the narcissist identifier. If you think I'm certain things, you're probably right. <laughs> so if you think I'm clueless, you're probably right. If we're talking about astrophysics, don't know sh- jack about that. I don't know anything about plumbing other than the basic stuff that, you know, changing a couple of knobs or whatever. So, yeah, uh, I think what happens is on social media, more often than not, people delete you unfriend you cry del- you know uh, whatever whatever it is that they do on instagram i don't know what they do there unfollow you if you're gonna bring that ammo make sure you got enough of it because i got unlimited ammo and i am born for the fire lakers fast break is brought to you by the pentagon we have unlimited <laughs> ammo Well, I will say, though, it's been a great conversation and it's gone eat our audience alive. Many different locations than I was a metaphor. (laughs) I take all things literally because it's it's just funny. It's a metaphor. It's It's just funny. It's just Johnny. Johnny, that's I'm sorry to interrupt there, Jamie, but Johnny just mentioned one of my favorite quotes. It's a quote I put on (laughs) my my Lakers ball uh, profile. And it's 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 a it's a line I actually wrote. It's not something I found. So when you're a secure person with who you are and you are confident and happy, and you realize the, how the world works, well, the easiest thing to say to someone who's not going to really listen, if to logic or whatever, is believe what you want. You're going to believe it anyway. It is America. You have that choice. I mean, if you do it in Saudi Arabia, you lose your hands. But we're in America. We're lucky here. So go ahead. Believe what you want. 
just don't be sad when when the when there's a return volley. And I'm not talking about, you know, just a regular one from, you know, the country club. I'm talking Martina Navratilova in her prime volley. And if you've ever watched those, still my the best female athlete I've ever watched. Well, once again, it is the Lakers fast break. Truly one of the you didn't think you'd get you didn't think you'd get a Martina Navratilova line tonight, did you? I knew I would at some point in time. I, she is one of the most dominant players, period. Period. And and, and, and saying that any that, yeah, saying male, it was a female, disturbance. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Athlete, I, one of the best athletes I've ever watched. I, I saw her Absolutely. dominate. I saw her that I she would just 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 steamroll other players, especially Wimbledon. Wimbledon, she would just destroy other, you know, her opponents and just she was a machine. Yeah, she was she was really really something you know um uh, you know serena williams at her peak she was just that's probably the only time i could get some type of comparison of that type of dominance either male or female in the tennis world that's for sure that's that's you know that's pretty much something i i don't know if i'll ever see again that kind of dominance on the tennis court but once again it's the lakers fast break truly great conversation today we tried to go ahead and get something out of (laughs) today's show outside of just the fact that the Lakers didn't you know, and we really did care about this game and they didn't care we, we had one of our best like shows you rolled out you don't care you absolutely don't care about winning this game today when you rolled out what you rolled out today it's so to those who are listening if you're not going to care about winning I'm not watching mm-hmm. you see the logic there does that not make sense are you not entertained? Valuetainment. Okay, we're here to entertain. We're also here to throw a little positive things here and some, you know, I know there's some positive is subjective, but we also want to drop some knowledge here on what's going on. We're not, I'm not just throwing this in the air and hoping that whatever I say is, is, is going to work. No, I'm just telling you what I'm watching. As soon as I heard Westbrook was not, going to play tonight i knew something was wrong that guy doesn't miss games why is he missing games well you got you got the result tonight they basically said here we're not going to try we're 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 13 and 16 but we're not going to try we're already behind the i eight ball but we're not going to try that's what cowards and quitters do you we're going to be a quitter that. you want to tell somebody they don't know what they're talking about then you come see me live and i'll show you what it's about no, oh I'm not talking God. about physical violence. I'm talking about education. I could okay. show Lakers, you how it works. Lakers Fast Break is proud to meet anybody anywhere, especially the bike racks at 3 o'clock. I'm still thinking the convention. Why can't you just say, let's do a convention. <laughs> let's get that going and do it there where Joe, you can wait in line to go meet Joe or try to beat up Joe or. Yeah, can we know, do it like in a boxing versa ring? Or what have you, you know. <laughs> Or just maybe have a conversation with Joe about. I will. Else. I will gladly be the bell ringer or the the hot chick that moves the numbers around the uh, that does the the rounds around the. Of the course, ring. that is after the golf tournament. Uh, wait, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. That, we're not even talking about. No, we're not even talking That's about the. What the hell are you guys talking about, man? I'm not talking about physical violence here. 
Uh, well, we are talking about the quadrathlon with the shark attacks. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's a back. fun. That's a bucket list thing. I want to do that okay. because I, yes. I want to see. And Joe was not promoting physical violence on no, anyone. no. I'm I'm no, a, I'm, no, no. I'm a grown adult He's here. A very I'm a peaceful guy. I'm Absolutely. not gonna. I don't, I don't got time to go punch somebody and break my hand, and I can't do jack crap for eight weeks. I don't do that. Crap. That's right, Johnny Two K Six. Enrollment is ongoing at LFB University. We are on winter break, but we are planning another lecture in the not too distant Ooh. future on the 2012 Lakers. This is our next Lakers lecture discussion at the Lakers Fast Break University. We're still trying to recruit more professors, such as Professor Jamie Sweet. Still trying to go ahead and get, but he's busy at other universities. So I'm going to have yeah, to Yeah, man, listen, I, I'm one of those guys that really likes learning, but I hate school. Okay. Okay. I'm just asking. All right. All right. I know Mr. Sean Grice couldn't make it today because yeah, we had I, a little case, you know, while there was foot injuries and, and groin injuries, but, you know, supposedly for the Lakers game tonight, Sean Grice had a Toronto traffic injury, so he couldn't make it tonight. So. Yeah, that's. Johnny two K six. I want to say he almost two in the morning. How about those Patriots? I know Sean mentioned it this morning in an email to us about the Patriots game and all that with the Raiders, and everybody's talking about that and how Bill Belichick was just like, ah, and that. This is not a football podcast. Save that for pop culture cosmos. I'm all I say is that it was hilarious, but the Cal Stanford lateral that was better. That was better. Oh, well, where they run over the band? I, I, I think that. Yep. The tra- the, watch out for the trombone. That no. First of all, that was that wasn't a that wasn't a a I don't even know what to call it uh, a mindless Lateral? play. Oh, that was what was Jacoby Myers <laughs> no. doing? It was a tie game. That was a terrible pass. That was. It's a tie play. game. What the what were, Why were they doing that? It's a tie game. Yeah. What, what no, were they yeah. trying to do? Was was <laughs> was Mac Jones gonna throw a sixty-yard touchdown? He had to like what was going on. And by the way, the he most embarrassing the most embarrassing yeah. part about that play is that play is Chandler Jones stiff arming Mac Jones like he was a a a, a, a mannequin at, at a mall. It didn't even look like you know how big Mac Jones is. He forgot the score. You were talking about why he did that pass because he forgot yeah. the score. He forgot, he the, he forgot the score. So he J.R. Smithed it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. Or Chris Weber before him, Tom Out and uh, UNLV. You know, it's a popular. It could not have happened. It, <laughs> it could not have been a, a fortuitous play anymore for the Raiders and have the New England Patriots be the recipients of that because they've had to deal with the tuck rule. They've had to deal with that thing for 20 years. And this almost kind of overshadows it at this point of how bad it was. But I thought this weekend was some of the best sports I've ever watched. Did I not mention that? There, I no, I, I made it up. Gee, I, you never said anything. I did say it this weekend. It was one of the best. Weekends. Did you not read the Joe, did you did not read Joe, did you not read the email? I, he did. He just did nope. I didn't read shit. I didn't read anything. I didn't read anything. I don't know anything, guys. I'm just making all this up. Well, now it comes out clean in the wash there. That's right. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you hear Johnny's line from Days of Our Lives? Your head's not. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. All right. Did anybody watch that episode? No. Yeah. 
That's, yeah, you got uh, you got to watch it. It's pretty funny. Okay. No, I didn't. I, I, I grew no, up watching. I... My mom was a big God rest her soul. My mom was a big soap opera uh, watcher back in the day, and you know Victor uh, the, uh, John Aniston, who uh, Jennifer Aniston's dad, who played one Passed of the more recently. notorious villains. The fir- I would say the first villain of my childhood was Victor Kariakis of Days of Our Lives, hmm. and. A little bit of my childhood died when he passed away. What was it, three weeks ago? Yeah, they're yeah. About thereabouts. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's a lot of memories there, man. I, but he he lived a good life. He still looked good on the way out, and it was it was a beautiful tribute by by Jennifer to, you know, say goodbye to him, and it goes to show you, you know, he 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 might he did something really well as a father. Because uh, he did raise a good, he did raise a good daughter there. He, she, I've always liked Jennifer Aniston, not for her. I mean, she's she's great at what she does, but I always thought that the, the amount of BS that she had to deal with, and the fact that she still kind of stays grounded, is you know, it's commendable. Well, we're gonna head on out here. I'd like to say the this show has really gone places tonight. We've really, yep, we've really, yeah. we've really touched as on some the interesting. Lakers fast uh... break world turns on our own soap <laughs> opera here. At the Lakers fast break. We pay attention to our crowd. Yes, we do. We don't sit here and do the company lines. If you want the company lines, go to the other shows. I'm still trying to make up what the company lines really are. Give me company some line is don't say anything that will offend people. Oh, too late for that, Joe. And you'll still do it, by the way. And then you're going to sit back there apologizing half the damn time. So it's Captain. easy. It's yeah, it's easy to just get out the gate and say, look. Stop whining and just go. Just deal with it or, you know, figure it out. Great comment. Captain DeBogan, I have some bad news We need a type that the pop. Can we do a, a high pitch for the pop? Culture Cosmos. Thanks for uh, stopping by the pop fast break. Culture Cosmos. By the pop Culture Cosmos. There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, I'd rather you go like pop, pop, pop. Well, at the beginning of this conversation, I'm like, was was I called what? It was a uh, a marijuana whatever what? But I got I'm gonna look at the comment. Yes, essentially a dirty hippie. That was somebody said I looked. Somebody said I looked at like marijuana, you know, sound like marijuana or something like that. Oh, Bob Bob Nelson or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Thanks for joining us, Jim. (laughs) Hippie, sound like Doug Benson. Benson. Yeah, well, there's there's there is a psychedelic thing going on with your mic, so it makes sense now. Okay. Hey man, that mic is like really reading me in. There you go. I don't know what I don't know what's better, big your mic or Joe's words. Power from my microphone. Okay, <laughs> that's enough. good, Jim. That's a good one. Uh, you, I, I have a story. I'll, I'll end it on this. So the the last movie I watched on VHS was Office Space in nineteen, oh. no, two thousand one. Yeah, that was the last time I watched a movie on VHS. Right. Hey man, I watched. I had. I was. I was a couple years behind. I hadn't watched. I hadn't watched okay. Office Space. But my buddy said, "Joe, watch Office Space." Here's my tape. I went home for a month straight. I'd watched that movie every night before I went to bed. Sometimes I'd fall asleep halfway through. Sometimes I'd watch it all the way through. One of the most phenomenal movies ever at that time for me. And that, in general, that, in general, it's just. It, it, that that kind of stuff makes me happy in terms of being around for something like that because it, it really is it, entertainment at, at, at its at its finest. 
in the simplest way, too. You, it didn't need to be flash. It just was funny. Funny as hell. Lumberg, the, the Samir, Nanata Javat, whatever his yeah. name was. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and Lumberg yeah. had the – first of all, if you watch the movie as much yeah. as I have, you, you, you find out everything after a while. He's wearing suspenders with a belt. He's oh, wearing yeah. suspenders with a belt. I'm going to need to come in on Sunday, too. I think <laughs> I'm going to need uh, one of those TPS reports. ASAP. Thanks. <laughs> Howard Hill, uh, good night. Happy holidays to you. We'll see you hopefully yeah. tomorrow. We're going to have NBA observations on whoever's going to be here. I think Joe, at least, maybe Sean Grice, maybe Jamie Sweet on what they would do if they were commissioner of the league and how they would change it, because I'm going to have a conversation oh. next week. with. Wait, uh, Bill already Johnson. did that tonight. Uh, you're going to hear more of that on our NBA observations. Plus we'll have some observations on what's going on with the NBA. Plus right after that on Wednesday, of course, the game against Sacramento. So we'll be here for a live watch party. And then of course, after that, right there for you, of course, after the game at the Lakers fast break, so for Jamie Sweet, a.k.a. Yami Sweet, you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com with his Five Things articles. Ox1947, Joe Soro, you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing at Lakersball.com. And, of course, Simblades, if you're in the Southern California area and you want your lawn transformed into something much better, go ahead and check it out today, Simblades.com. Jim Howell says, Doug Benson, marijuana smoking comedian. There you go, just to make sure it's clarified. Oh, man, that mic is cool zanger sign take care guys good night all right thanks so much z for always for being a great part of what we do howard hill johnny 2k6 of course uh, jim howe Zangerstein again howard hill sovereign tremendous john mccallion please go again and give his channel a subscribe we're almost at 400 subscribers so please go ahead and subscribe today if you haven't already to get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air each and every time out we are almost there, almost to 400. We truly appreciate any help that you can provide us right here at the LFB. If you have any questions for us, always right there in the comments below after we go off the air. We do try to answer them in a good amount of time as best we can. Also, as well, you got to go ahead and check us out on social media, Lakers Fast Break, everywhere, even TikTok and Instagram. I've added that recently. Check out Joe trending on TikTok today at Lakers Fast Break. Also, as well, you can go ahead and just send me the old-fashioned email if you have any questions or comments, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. Daddy needs his beauty sleep. That is AK Sovereign. So he says goodnight, everyone, for an awesome okay. edition of the Lakers Fast Break late night with the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate it. Once again, the Lakers, unfortunately, do lose 130-104, to 104, but we'll be back tomorrow for some NBA observations. And Wednesday for the game against the Sacramento Kings. You know we're here post-game having so much fun as only we can this holiday week right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.